0: never run away. You're forever mine. You will never run away. You're by my side. Love rode the sun away, rising with endless majesty. Love takes us by the hand. Love is the wildest dance. You are the joy, inviting me. did it.
1: And now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today comes from the book of 2 Peter, chapter 2, verses 1 through 22. Here's a little bit of what will be happening here as we read today. Jesus had told the disciples that false teachers would come. Peter had heard these words, and at this time, he was seeing them come true. Just as false prophets had contradicted the true prophets in Old Testament times, telling people only what they wanted to hear, so false teachers were twisting Christ's teachings and the words of His apostles. These teachers were belittling the significance of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. And some claimed that Jesus couldn't be God. Others claimed that He couldn't have been a real man. These teachers allowed and even encouraged all kinds of immorality, especially sexual sin. We must be careful to avoid false teachers today. Any book... CD series, TV message must be evaluated in the light of God's word. Beware of special meanings or interpretations that belittle Christ or his work. Peter gives three warning signs for identifying false teachers. Number one, immorality. Do their lives contain or condone immoral practices? Does the group listening to the false teachers have a lot of immoral sexual relationships? Number two, greed. Teachers have a right to financial support. There's lots of scriptural reference for that. But is money the teacher's or group's prime motivation? Before you send money to any cause, evaluate it carefully. Is the teacher or preacher clearly serving God or merely promoting his or her own interests? Will the person or organization use the money to promote valid ministry or will it merely finance further promotions Or extravagant lifestyles. And number three, lying. Is the leader offended when you ask for the scriptural backing behind his or her statements? Does he or she fudge on the facts when asked for evidence? See, believers today would do well to heed Peter's warnings against false teachers. No matter how charismatic they might seem to us, the danger is great. Alright, if God did not spare angels, Or people who lived before the flood, or the citizens of Sodom and Gomorrah, he would not spare these false teachers. These words that promised justice were a great comfort to those who were oppressed. God will punish all evildoers. These words also served as a warning to wanderers to not stray away from the truth. Some people would have us believe that God will save all people because he is so loving. But it is foolish to think that God will cancel the last judgment. Don't ever minimize the certainty of God's judgment on those who rebel against him. Alright, with that let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. November twenty eighth, the New Testament. Second Peter chapter two, verses one through twenty two. But there were also false prophets in Israel just as there will be false teachers among you. They will cleverly teach destructive heresies and even deny the master who bought them. In this way, they will bring sudden destruction on themselves. Many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality. And because of these teachers, the way of truth will be slandered. In their greed, they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money. But God condemned them long ago and their destruction will not be delayed. For God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell, in gloomy pits of darkness, where they are being held until the day of judgment. And God did not spare the ancient world, except for Noah and the seven others in his family. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment, so God protected Noah when he destroyed the world of ungodly people with a vast flood. Later, God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into heaps of ashes. He made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. But God also rescued Lot out of Sodom, because he was a righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Yes, Lot was a righteous man Who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day? So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment. He is especially hard on those who follow their own twisted sexual desire and who despise authority. These people are proud and arrogant, daring even to scoff at supernatural beings without so much as trembling. But the angels, who are far greater in power and strength, do not dare to bring from the Lord a charge of blasphemy against those supernatural beings. These false teachers are like unthinking animals, creatures of instinct, born to be caught and destroyed. They scoff at things they do not understand, and like animals, they will be destroyed. Their destruction is their reward for the harm they have done. They love to indulge in evil pleasures in broad daylight. They are a disgrace and a stain among you. They delight in deception, even as they eat with you in your fellowship meals. They commit adultery with their eyes, and their desire for sin is never satisfied. They lure unstable people into sin, and they are well trained in greed. They live under God's curse. They have wandered off the right road and followed the steps of Balaam, son of Beor, who loved to earn money by doing wrong. But Balaam was stopped from his mad course when his donkey rebuked him with a human voice. These people are as useless as dried-up springs, or as mist blown away by the wind. They are doomed to blackest darkness. They brag about themselves with empty, foolish boasting. With an appeal to twisted sexual desires, they lure back into sin those who have barely escaped from a lifestyle of deception. They promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves of sin and corruption, for you are a slave to whatever controls you. And when people escape from the wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and then get tangled up and enslaved by sin again, they are worse off than before. It would be better if they had never known the way to righteousness." than to know it and then reject the command they were given to live a holy life. They proved the truth of this proverb. A dog returns to its vomit, and another says, A washed pig returns to the mud. Psalm 119, verses 113-128 through 128. Undecided people cannot make up their minds between good and evil. But when it comes to obeying God, There is no middle ground. You must take a stand. Either you are obeying Him or you're not. Either you are doing what He wants or you're undecided. Choose to obey God and say with the writer, I love your instructions. The writer asks God for discernment. Faith comes alive when we apply Scripture to our daily tasks and concerns. We need discernment so we can understand and we need the desire to apply Scripture where we need help. The Bible is like medicine. It goes to work only when we apply it to the affected areas. So as you hear the Bible, be alert for lessons, commands, or examples that you can put into practice. Psalm 119, verses 113-128 through Zemek I, the Lord, hate those with divided loyalties, but I love your instructions. You are my refuge and my shield. Your word is my source of hope. Get out of my life, you evil-minded people, for I intend to obey the commands of my God. Lord, sustain me as you promised that I may live. Do not let my hope be crushed. Sustain me, and I will be rescued. Then I will meditate continually on your decrees. But you have rejected all who stray from your decrees. They are only fooling themselves. You skim off the wicked of the earth like scum. No wonder I love to obey your laws. I tremble in fear of you. I stand in awe of your regulations. Haiyan, don't leave me to the mercy of my enemies, for I have done what is just and right. Please guarantee a blessing for me. Don't let the arrogant oppress me. My eyes strain to see your rescue. TO SEE THE TRUTH OF YOUR PROMISE FULFILLED. I AM YOUR SERVANT, DEAL WITH ME IN UNFAILING LOVE AND TEACH ME YOUR DECREES. GIVE DISCERNMENT TO ME, YOUR SERVANT, THEN I WILL UNDERSTAND YOUR LAWS. LORD, IT IS TIME FOR YOU TO ACT, FOR THESE EVIL PEOPLE HAVE VIOLATED YOUR INSTRUCTIONS. TRULY I LOVE YOUR COMMANDS MORE THAN GOLD, EVEN THE FINEST GOLD. EACH OF YOUR COMMANDMENTS IS RIGHT. That is why I hate every false way. Proverbs chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies ends up in poverty. The trustworthy person will get a rich reward, but a person who wants quick riches will get into trouble.
0: Shown for all to see perfection bore our penalty With a grace so glorious In mortal day the veil was torn When mercy turned a crown of thorns This law gave way to liberty And freedom for humanity With a grace so glorious And oh, the glory of the Savior's love Surrounding our surrender to know forever we are welcomed home crowned in glory to glory we the one our hearts were undeserving of, with a grace so glorious. And oh, the glory of the Savior's love, surrounding our surrender. Glory to glory, worthy is the Lord. I'll fall and worship at his feet and rise to reign eternally in a grace of glory.